Get ready to match the freaks. From the borough of Staten Island, David Pascarella. From Back to the Bins, Dr. Bill Robinson. From the Man of Screen podcast, Mike Zumo. From I've Got a Few Things to Say About Superman, Scott H. Gardner. From the vault of startling monster horror tales of terror, Chris Tyler. From My Star Wars Story, Scott Ryphon. From Dave's Daredevil Podcast, Dave Weeder. As we play the star-studded big money match game 3263827. And now here's the host of Match Game 3263827, Paul Spataro. Hello everybody and welcome to Match Game with the long number thing that I don't remember. It's the trash compactor. <laughs> I know what it is. I just compactor. don't remember the number. <laughs> Christ. We're here to play match game today. If people don't know match game, you probably shouldn't be listening. But we'll have two contestants. We'll have questions with fill-in-the-blank answers and see how many stars they can match. So our stars, and I do say stars with it in quotations. Watch it. First star sitting with us is Dave Pascarello. What's up, Dave? Pleased to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Now, Especially uh, since I don't have a podcast. I was going to say, how, how did you become a star? Please tell us. Because I just hung around with the rest of you. I kind of burrowed my way in, so to speak. Or lunged. He's a Klingon. A He's lunge. a Klingon. <laughs> He's a Klingon. <laughs> Over in our second seat, we have the two, true, two True Freaks' very own Brett Summers, Dr. Bill Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. Paul, I have a joke for you. You ready? You ready? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you give me a match? Uh, I don't know. Can I? Yeah, yeah. My butt in your face. <laughs> you just make that one up, Dr. Bill. <laughs> uh, moving, on, moving on to seat number three. Mike Zumo, you're not even a freak, are you? I am. I am. I'm, I'm on the... Fear the Walking Dead podcast with uh, Scott. Oh, I just so you've gotten your freak papers. Yes, I do have yes, my freak papers. Uh, I, I basically bang, banged on the door of enough of Scott's podcast that he finally let me on. <laughs> so then we set, we set up our six seats for match game as we would normally have. Somehow Scott Gardner burst in the back door and set up a, a seat in the, fr- the back row. Not Next first, first, first in the back, in the back door. door yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott likes going in the back door. That's, at least that's what we hear. Once hey, a year how's on it going? What, what show are you on? Oh, my Lord. Um, let's see. Back to the bins, of course. I've got a few Man. things to say about Superman when I get around. Hey, I've been there for a lot of the shows lately. Get off my back. Um, the very, very, very infrequent and occasional uh, Two True Freaks proper episode, and uh, I think that's about it these days. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to talk about earning my ears. Or yeah, growing up Star I Wars. I know. Or Tales of the Justice Society. Hey, stop. <laughs> Walking Dead Wednesday. Oh, what, was the, what was the animated hey. Batman one? <laughs> Batman. <laughs> John yeah, Hacks podcast. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but, but if we if we're going to talk about pod fading, we'll wait till we get down to row row two and seat seven. But we'll do that in a little while. Oh, that's hiatus, cool. hiatus, mm. not pod fading, hiatus. So uh, why don't we that's why don't we play the, the game the for a little H stands while. for right? Hiatus. <laughs> Scott <laughs> hiatus Gordon, or is it Scott hiatal hernia Scott Gordon? <laughs> 
Who do we got to play with this today, Gene? Well, Paul, our first contestant from Weekly Heroics is Mr. Scott McGregor. Great to be here, guys. Scott 2.0. What what are you doing now? What are you doing nowadays? Uh, I'm a nighttime DJ on uh, WTHC in San Francisco, and uh, you know we play all the greatest classic hits uh, for you every night from seven to midnight. Tune in. Wait a minute, if you're in San Francisco, shouldn't that have a K in front of it? (laughs) Oh, Oh. whoops. Internet radio. THC, I find that rather... THC's a rather smoky sound and station if you catch my drift. Yeah. That's the one you actually pick up on your teeth, filling. (laughs) I'm getting the stones, man! (laughs) Who's our second contestant? Our, Our second contestant, Paul, from the Eat It and Beat It podcast is Dario Gonzalez. Dario, eat it and beat it. Sounds nasty, man. Yeah, well, it, 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 it's uh, it's an educational podcast that I do. Come again? With, uh, Chris Honeywell. <laughs> no, thanks. And we educate people on food, and uh, porn is not what we call it. We call it erotica. And I want it because I can actually eat with one hand and beat with the other at the same time. Well, where does the WD-40 Ooh. come well, in? You Dr. are a talented man. Yeah, don't get them confused. <laughs> but don't worry, I can write. I, already have. I can write my answers with something else. <laughs> I don't want you touching our pen. It's a communal pen. I don't oh, know. It's not a pen. Gene, so, remind me to uh, have that seat sprayed down when this game is over. Yes, sir. So, uh, Scott, you get the first question. Okay. Uh, pick a number from one to seventeen. Twelve. Okay. The question is. Ego, the living planet, bought his wife a living bra. Just her luck, it blanked her. Did you say bra? That's what I said. B-R-A? Ego, the living planet, bought his wife a living bra. Mm. Just her luck, it blanked her. Blinded her. Scott? You really need to wait until everybody puts their answers down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the show, right? Yeah. I think we're going to have to disqualify that question now. We're going to try it again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was my, premature yeah, what, what maturation. You know, I was asking about the, the time. Now we're losing it on Just for shits and giggles, what would everybody have said to that? Dave? Hunger. Bill? Squeezed her. Mike? Strangled her. Scott? I was still postulating. I was thinking <laughs> killed, yeah. Well, I need to set myself up a timer or something. And like, <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'll ask just, you for no, your answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're well killed. Pretty I, I was going to see bit. Richard Dawson? Uh, you know, I was still working on one, too, actually. And how about Dave Weed? Stabbed the living shit out of her. You know what? We'll use this as a test round. Now everybody knows kind of how the mindset is, how everybody can play. So Scott, why don't you pick a number between one and seventeen and eliminate twelve from it? Uh, Four, then. Donna Troy said to her son, "It's not true that I wanted a daughter instead of you. Now shut up and put on your blank." Donna Troy said to her son, it's not true that I wanted a daughter instead of you. Now shut up and put on your blank. 
right, I'm in. You still waiting on anyone? I guess you guys know when we're in because we send I'm you in. the thing. <laughs> I'm right? in. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Is anybody still not in yet? <laughs> it's getting out. That's what she, that's what she said. Okay. No, so, <laughs> you know, if she doesn't know it's in, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, that is. Scott, Donna yeah. Troy said to her son, it's not true that I wanted a daughter instead of you. Now shut up and put on your... Wonder bra. Wonder bra. Wonder bra. Okay. Dave Pascarella. Shut up and put on your dress. Bill Robinson? I said corset, which mm. could be close. We have might have to go to the judge. Judge ruling? No, I'm sorry. A bra and a corset are a little too different. <sighs> There's still lingerie. The Mike Zumo. Well, you know, he didn't want to go to that dance class, so I said he had to put on his tutu. <laughs> I heard a bell ding. Scott Horatio Gardner? You know, uh, Donna Troy, uh, you know, who was she? She was Wonder Girl, right? So Wonder Bra, brilliant answer, and great minds think alike, and I said dress. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris Tyler, shut up and put on your... Oh, well, there's only one thing to put on after the last round, bra. So we have match of one, of one so far. Scott Rifen. You know, I think I went a little. I think I'm a little higher end on the dollar figure, but I don't think I'm out of line in saying bustier. Ooh, ooh, mm. fancy, fancy. Judge, I'm gonna say that's a match. Woo! Hey. And Dave Weeder. Uh, the censor said I can't give my answer, but it was Dick's leave. <laughs> <laughs> give it anyway. I'll, you'll get bleeped out if it's too bad. It's a d- leave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, horses. All right, so at the end at the end of one round, Scott has two matches and one d- leave. It's PG thirteen. They say it on TV. Mm-hmm. Not in nineteen seventy five. They didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that they did not. Just not okay. together. Well, Dick Cavett well, had no, if, no names? Yeah, that what happened? Yeah. Well, like if Dick Martin was a guest on the show and something happened to a shirt, then there would <laughs> something would be on <laughs> leave. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's take this time for a message from our uh, sponsors. In 1977, the world changed. The film industry was transformed. The popular culture rocked. And young minds forever altered. Star Wars arrived. And nothing would ever be the same again. Though everyone wasn't affected in the same way, everyone was affected. This is my Star Wars story. My Star Wars Story, monthly at MyStarWarsStory.com. All right, we're ready for our second question. Dario Gonzalez, are you ready? Hello. You raring to go? 
I'm raring to go. Okay, pick a number between 1 and 17, eliminating 4 and 12. 16. Wonder Woman lost all her money in a poker game, so she bet her blank. Wonder Woman lost all her money in a poker game, so she bet her blank. Okay. You don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> We've had that mistake once already. <laughs> We're running out of questions. I'm in. In. Good to know. Anybody not in? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm not yet. Hang on. <laughs> Lube it up. Get it in there. Lube. Ease it in, Scott. Take your time. <laughs> Slow and steady. Start, start with the tip. Smooth hey. up in ya. I'm in. Do you have a pilot out of space dock before? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> need a tranquilizer? That was where I was going next. Yeah, the tranquilizer. Are we waiting on anybody? Anybody need time? Okay, Wonder Woman lost all her money in a poker game, so she bet her blank. Dario? She bet her last hole. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Am I to take that that you're saying she bet her lasso? Her last hole. But yeah, I guess I'll say last hole. Lasso. (laughs) Would would that be the last hole of truth? Lasso, she better lasso, but her I like last hole better. <laughs> all right, Wonder Woman lost all her money in a poker game, so she bet her David Pascarella. I don't know if you knew this, but Wonder Woman had a farm on Themyscira, so she bet her ass. <laughs> that, could be, that could be her last hole. It could be, but I don't even need to ask Jean. It's not. Yeah. She's a lass, and she has a hole. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you developing a brogue as we're talking to you? Well, I'm having a little bit of Irish whiskey. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't go. think Themyscira and Ireland are in, interchangeable like that. They're both are. islands. It's close <laughs> okay. Well, I can Bill go Robinson. to Ireland. I can't go to Themyscira. <laughs> so is Madagascar, but I don't think you're going to hear either accents down there. <laughs> Proceed. Say proceed or something else. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I was thinking of Lasso, but I said uh, that was too important to her. So I said Tiara. Oh. So, Mike, she lost all the money in a poker game and she bet her. Well, the one thing she loves is getting tied up. So the thing most important to her that she would be the last thing to bet would be the Lasso. Woo-hoo! Oh, we've got a match. Scott Gardner. I was thinking, you know, money, gold, uh, golden lasso. So, yeah, lasso. Just one step removed from a golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, it's it's too bad that Dario didn't stick with last hole, because I said um, what she got left but her virginity. Mm. Nope, nope, that that's is, already gone. She, she could still be a virgin. She's not. For the Takes- very first time. <laughs> That doesn't I count. suppose we could tie her up and find out the truth. There you go. <laughs> well, everyone else has already, so. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Reifen? Uh, well, I, I'm big into saving and conserving, and uh, thus I recycled my card 
and said bustier. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So you see Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl is kind of equal in your own mind. Well, I'm just thinking of the busts, I guess. They're not equal. (laughs) Dave Weider? Why, Why is Wonder Woman playing poker? With the guys. Which guys? The guys. Anyone that will poker. Batman. <laughs> I was trying to go through the things that would be important. I, I thought her virginity is already off the shelf. Um, the invisible jet. Well, I mean, which continuity are we in? So I went with her tiara. Mm. Yay! Oh, sorry. All right. So no, that's, that one not round, a what's our score, Gene? After one round, we are tied two to two. All right. We have a very exciting contest here. We'll go to round two after this commercial message. Okay, doing the new promo. Do not say take the dare. Do not say take the dare. Okay, go. Hello, darling. Nice to see ya. It's me, J. David Weeder, the Conway Twitty of podcasting. But please, call me Dave. I host a show called Dave's Daredevil Podcast, where I talk about Marvel's Man Without Fear and Netflix superstar Daredevil. But I'm here to tell you that things have changed. Don't worry, I've still got more hornhead goodness than you can shake a billy club at and a desperado love for Daredevil. And episodes of the show still come out each and every Sunday. But now, Dave's Daredevil Podcast is part of the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. That's right, the show can now be found at twotruefreaks.com, home of Earth's mightiest podcasts. And if you haven't tried the show before, I see the want to in your eyes. So take the time to check out Dave's Daredevil Podcast, because sometimes you need a podcaster with a slow hand. Dave's Daredevil Podcast, every Sunday at twotruefreaks.com. Dot com. Take the dare. I have no self-control. All right, and we're back for round two of game one. And Hold up, I think we lost Shario. Yeah, we lost Shario. We lost the contestant. Our contestant walked out of the booth in a huff. (laughs) (laughs) It's a forfeit! (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we can get Dario back in here before we start round two. Oh, no! (laughs) <laughs> one of us. One of us. Uh, Dave, I love your picture. Bitches don't know about my diabetes. Yes, they do not. Still, <laughs> they I, know I, about I, Bill's. I still have Daredevil on mine. It'll update. I don't have anything. I got blank. Yeah. I got a rock. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> we host too many shows together. <laughs> no such thing. You know what? I think we could we could probably because the next question Dario doesn't actually have to be here for. He okay, we want to work around him. So yeah, I mean, we, while we're waiting for him to get his <clears throat> computer issues done, we might as well do the next question. So All we're right? going to do a reach around on Dario. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's the only sensible, it's the only gentlemanly reason. thing to do. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So game one, round two. Scott McGregor scores tied two to two. In this particular round, Chris Tyler and Scott Rifen will not play because they've already matched you. Uh, pick a number between 1 and 17, and we've eliminated 4, 12, and 16. Three. Three. Johnny Thunder was thrown out of the department store when they caught him blanking the mannequins. Johnny Thunder was thrown out of the department store when they caught him blanking the mannequins. Uh, 
Take your time, guys. There's not a national audience watching this. With no pressure. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I've been in. I'm out. I've been in and I'm out again. Somebody help Scott. <laughs> I'm right, in. I think think we're all in now. You are no girl from Ipanema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 or we get sued for hey, copyright. Hey, Dario has returned. Hey, he has. Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. You know, it, it might have something to do with me kicking you out, but don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took a right, vote so, decided oh, you could God. come back. So our pending question, we did start up this round without you a little bit because okay. this question didn't go with you. But the question before us is, Johnny Thunder was thrown out of the department store when they caught him blanking the mannequins. Scott McGregor, what's your answer? Uh, well, Paul, if I remember correctly, Johnny was all about his lightning bolt, so I'm going to say he was blanking, or he was zapping the, the mannequins. Of course. Zapping the mannequins. Dave Pascarella. I never liked. Say? I never liked Johnny Thunder. I thought he was always a bit of a freak, not a good kind of freak. <laughs> I think he was fondling the mannequins. <laughs> Bill Robinson, what would you do to the mannequins? I said he was shocking which I think is close to zapping. Shocking the mannequins. Gene? I'm going to say that is a match, yes. Yay! Yay. Mike Zumo. I'll what say would you he... do to the mannequins? Well, what I do to the mannequins is between me and the mannequin. That's nobody else's business. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Johnny was undressing the mannequin. Scott Gardner. Uh, I hate Johnny Thunder, and I find him an extremely boring character that I'm not exactly sure likes women to begin with. So I'm thinking, what would a really boring guy do around a female mannequin? And the best we thing never I said come it was up a female was, that's, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, we're going there. Um, I said talking to. It's, I know it's a lame answer. All right. Uh, Chris and Scott didn't get to play this round. Dave, what do you have? What say you? No, 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 no. Don't bring don't bring this on on me. I, I went with something a little romantic that Johnny Thunder would you know, wears a leisure suit, the bow tie, and he put on some uh, you know, Barry White, little Colt forty five, and then give the mannequin a massage. Massaging the mannequin. <laughs> okay, so after two after one and a half rounds, Gene, what's our score? We have Scott McGregor in the lead with three matches to two. Okay, so for the next question, uh, Mike Zumo and Scott Gardner sit out. You have four four players. You need to match one to tie, two to win. Pick a number between 1 and 17, and we have now eliminated 3, 4, 13, and 17. All right, how about number 2? <laughs> number two. <laughs> Who does number two work for? Ah, you beat me to it. Because uh, I know if I gave you enough time, you'd get it. <laughs> I just came from Gotham City. They've got a new type of men's room there. If you try to sneak under the door without putting in a dime, it blanks you. Okay. 
I just came from Gotham City. They've got a new type of men's room there. If you try to sneak under the door without putting in a dime, it blanks you. All right. Hmm. Hold on. Do not say anything there. Well, I'm just saying all right. Hmm. I'm in. I'm in. Do we need to tell you we're in? Oh, he knows when it's in. <laughs> I can feel it, man. <laughs> so, one more time. I just came from Gotham City. They've got a new type of men's room there. If you try to sneak in under the door without putting in a dime, it blanks you. What do you say, Dario? It boy wonders you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy rusted metal. <laughs> no, really, there's rusted metal with holes in it. <laughs> All right, Dave Pascarella. It what mugs? is that? What is that bathroom doing to you? It's gonna mug you. <laughs> Bill Robinson. I said it would batarang you. Okay, Mike, you don't get to play. Scott, you don't get to play. Oh, that's Tyler. That's on me. It's not quite uh, a mugging, but I, I, it's similar. I said molesting. <laughs> Hey, boy, wonder not, and molesting is the same. You're not trying. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not trying to match Pascarella. You're trying to. Dare you? <laughs> you beat me to that one. Next time in Gotham City, I'm holding it. Yeah, <laughs> the best thing to do. Scott Rifen, what is that bathroom doing to you? It's doing the same thing to me. It's doing to Doctor Bill, which is very frightening. It's batteranging me. <laughs> so you did match Doctor Bill for what it's worth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave Weeder. Hold up, I got you, Urban Hold on, hold on, before here. you give your answer. If you, Dave, if you match him, it's a tie and we go to a tiebreaker. If not, then Scott wins. Well, I, I have to look up uh, Urban Dictionary here, find out exactly what boy wondering means. <laughs> I don't know if it means the same thing as, you know, in drama in high school. That was a whole other thing. Uh, either way, I went with stabbing. Okay, so Scott Scott McGregor is our winner of our first game. Three three to two. Tell him what he's won, Gene. Nothing. There you go. (laughs) You've won bragging rights. (laughs) Oh, red snapper. Very tasty. Nice. After this commercial message, we'll do our super match. Greetings, podcast listener. Do you like... Or maybe... Dragon! Play! How about... Tatsuo! Ganido! Or... In the year 1999, an abandoned alien battle fortress crash-landed on the planet Earth. Our most brilliant scientist and engineer spent the next 10 years reconstructing the damaged ship and studying its highly advanced space technology called Robotech. Do you remember... Our Star Blazer! Or this? The year is after Colony 195. As the world constantly changes in the chaotic era, there are two mobile suits that could turn humans into the ultimate weapon. The Wing Zero and the Epion. Or maybe even this. After the desire for blood pools all, the only hope left is the one they call... Or this. Gene, grappler ships dead ahead. It wouldn't be fun otherwise. Let's do it. Or. If Cardus is allowed to be reborn, she'll destroy Marmo as well as Lodos. 
or have you seen the latest episode of? And just like that, everything changed. At that terrible moment, in our hearts, we knew home was a pen. Humanity, cattle. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should check out Anime Freaks, hosted by Dr. Bill Robinson and me, Gene Hendricks. Anime Freaks is a monthly podcast covering all things anime. It is available at 2TrueFreaks.com and on iTunes under 2TrueFreaks Presents Anime Freaks. Okay, we're back with our winner of our first ever match game, game Scott McGregor. Ready to do the super match. Uh, in the super match, we will give you a clue. You get to pick three celebrities who will give you their suggestions. You can either take one of those suggestions or you can give one of your own. There's a $100 answer, a $500 answer, or a $1,000 answer, none of which would actually be paid out to you. So really don't worry about the dollar amount so much. All right. All right. So the question is, give me a blank. What celebrities would you like to ask for help? I'll go with, uh, I should name three, you said, sir? Well, do one at a time. One at a time. Uh, Go with uh, Dario Gonzalez. Dario's a contestant. You bad pick. Edit that. Throw the bong, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the person I just beat. <laughs> no, more just three hours of sleep last night, um, unfortunately. I'll go with uh, Scott Gardner. Uh, give me a hand job. <laughs> No, that's a boy wonder. <laughs> hey, you're not trying to go in and eat those stalls unless you're looking for uh, some action, right? All right, second celebrity. Uh, Scott Rifen. Give me a break. That's my answer, break. by the way. I wasn't just saying that. <laughs> break me off a piece of that kick that Kit Kat bar, right? Is he, he isn't the Richard Dawson no. of our show for nothing. <laughs> And the third celebrity, Scott? I'll go with Dr. Bill Robinson. Give me your money. It's give me a. Give me, <laughs> give me a, a dollar. Yes. <laughs> give me a money. Give me a dollar. <laughs> we'll, we'll, go with, we'll, we'll say that's his answer. Well, I was going to say give me a break, but Scott Rifen took yeah. mine. I can't believe he didn't say give me an air. <laughs> no, give me an air. Give me a, give me a hug. <laughs> okay, so your choices are give me a dollar, give me a break, or give me a hand job. <laughs> you can pick. You can pick one of those, or There's you can no give me one of your choice. own. What do you say, Scott? I'll have to go with give me a break. Okay. What you don't like hand jobs? <laughs> so our I do, our but one hundred dollar answer. The man has soft hands. It, it's true. I've heard. So, <laughs> our one hundred dollar answer is give me a hand. Close no. to Scott's. <laughs> Judges, the hand gets you halfway. The five hundred dollar is job. Give me a break. Oh. Hey. So you get the five hundred dollar one. What's our thousand dollar one? Give me a kiss. Kiss. Oh, ah. kiss. Shockingly, was no dollar kissing. was not in there. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> but normally you have to pay an extra dollar for kissing, right? 
Oh, it's normally, it's like I don't want to kiss. I just depends want. on the rate that they're charging. Yeah. <laughs> Might be able to get so, a little hand job for a buck in 1975. <laughs> I only need to be held. You have a shot at a theoretical five thousand dollar head to head match. You get to pick one celebrity and see if you match him. The hair metal hero Chris Tyler. Oh, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure on me. Okay, Chris. The rules are normal. You're gonna still. Message it over. You got it. Okay, and the clue is blank keeper. <laughs> I already got one already, but too bad um, it's not me. All right. Uh, Hold on, Scott. Yep. Mm, no keeper, premature answer. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you have my answer. So. Okay. Let's see how we did. Chris is in. Scott, what is your answer? Uh, the only thing I can keep a, or can think of regarding Keeper and Chris Tyler, star of the vault, uh, is Crypt Keeper. Oh, well. And my answer, answer as well, answer. I have to tell you. Chris, what is your answer? I, you know, that's not where my mind was going. I heard Keeper, and, and the first thing that came to mind was Delicious Honey, so I said Beekeeper. Oh. <laughs> well, you do have a theoretical $500 prize. All right. Which well, will Scott, be payable by I will Monzo spend it Corp. through the Amazon when... link on the Two True Freaks webpage. Waiting for you to see a running the bank. Yeah. Yeah. That could get you about a thousand uh, fake hand jobs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for our first game. We'll take a message and we'll come back for game number two with a all new setup. Is that what they call it now? Taking a message. <laughs> Taking a message for Paul. Sorry, I've got to go take a message. I'll be right back. Graced pages of action comics, but there was technology more advanced, and it brought forth a race of moviegoers, men and women like ourselves, but advanced to the absolute peak of human entertainment. They wanted to see their character adapted in other media. They made him the man of screen. podcast will chronicle the adventures of Superman on the big screen and the small screen, starting with the Fleischer Shorts, Kirk Allen movie serials, Superman and the Mole Men, 1950s television series, The Adventures of Superman, the Christopher Reeve movies, Lois and Clark, Superman the Animated Series, and more. Come check out the Man of Screen podcast at themanofscreen.podomatic.com.
Okay, we're back for game two of our match game extravaganza. Gene, why don't you tell everybody how everything's changed while they were gone? Well, we have mixed everything up. We have two new contestants. Uh, first contestant now is Mr. Scott H. Gardner from a multitude of shows on Two True Freaks Network. Our second contestant is Mr. David Pascarella, a uh, bureau chief for WGIG 1440 AM. <laughs> and in the in the celebrity spots, uh, we are starting off with uh, Mr. Chris Tyler from the Vault of Starling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. Mr. Scott McGregor from the Fear of the Walking Dead podcast. Scott Riefen from My Star Wars Story. Hey. It Dave Weeder from Dave's Daredevil Podcast. I can't see you. Dr. Bill Robinson from Back to the Bins. <laughs> Dario Gonzalez from Eat It and Beat It. <laughs> and Mike Zumo from the Man of Screen Podcast. Always last. Eh, I never even said anything. So it's all good. <laughs> and that's where I was just going to go. Over in seat number one, Chris Tyler. We didn't get a chance to say hello last time. What's happening? Uh, I'm on this show. My agent said I should do this. In in my mind, you're always sitting by the microphone waiting for somebody to call you to be on a show. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, much. people actually do call. This is gonna be the day. This is gonna be the day. This is gonna be the day. I'm like I'm like the the, the crazy uncle in uh, <laughs> One Crazy Summer, one crazy waiting, summer. <laughs> waiting, 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 just ripping butts, waiting by the phone. Like and then you rip the phone right back. out. She's going to call back. She's going to call back. She's going to call back. <laughs> then you rip that phone right out of the wall. <laughs> yep. And Over in the Charles Nelson Riley slot, we have Scott Rifen. Scott. Yeah. Jennifer Geeks is back. It is. It, you say that on the one day I've missed in a, like the last 13 weeks. Yes, it's back. And and it, and we seem to be getting a variation between shows that are new and shows that are like a year and a half old. Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> the thing is, we never stopped recording. We just stopped putting out episodes. So um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to kind of split the the difference between uh, things that we're still doing right now and things that we did before we took a little bit of a hiatus. However, I will warn you that there's a big run of hiatus shows coming up because, well, let's just say Dinner for Geeks Civil War is coming. <gasps> yeah. Do I have to choose a side? Uh, yeah. yeah actually, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, it, it's I don't root for Civil War because I, I like everybody on the show, but it could be fun to listen to just an out-and-out -out debacle of that nature. It's coming. <laughs> it's uh, it's ugly. It's gross. It's uh, uh, We're still dealing with, much like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we're still dealing with the fallout from it. So nope, Nobody, like, killed somebody else's parents, though, right? Uh, not, not, not that far, but almost that far. My heart already hurts. <laughs> so, can I side with dinner? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I always side with dinner. So does Bill. I will side <laughs> with dinner and drink the au jus. I've been yes. listening. How long are you doing this show now? About four years? What's that? Dinner for Geeks? Yeah. Yeah, for about four years, yeah. And I'm and, just waiting for like the first time that you order a vegetable. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. That's that's not going to happen at all, ever. I mean, unless you want to count. Is that what led to the Civil War? Did, did one of the guys put a vegetable on your plate? No, no, I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not directly a participant in the Civil War. I, well, I'll go ahead and give you this little tease: the Civil War is between Ron and Jeff. Oh, yeah. Ugh. This is must listen. I mean, yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the def definition of barbecue, does it? No, but we got into that on Straight Talk the other day. 
Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I missed that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I became the topic. Did you cite <laughs> In Re Spitero? Uh, it, uh, <laughs> the incident came up, yeah. And uh, a lot of people down here called again. Yeah, them people are funny. <laughs> they don't know what barbecue is. So, you know, I won by virtue of the crowd. Well, what, what was your position on it? I don't even know. My position is that if you're cooking something on a grill, that's grilling out. If you're making barbecue, you're barbecuing. You know my position on it, right? I know I your position it on it. <laughs> my position on it is if, if you're the one paying for the food, you call it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I was the one enjoying Paul's hospitality, so I'll call it barbecue. He paid for my food. so uh, I'll just call it delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Where does smoking meat fall in that category? Is that barbecue? I or? think that's that's pretty close to barbecue. If you're, if you're smoking like a butt. Oh, smoke that uh, butt. Yeah. In the it's boys' a, room? <laughs> Your boy wandering the meat? What? No. <laughs> I did Isn't come the food and porn on the other podcast there. I thought this was back to the bins. <laughs> this is back to the bins. But it all comes down to food. Always. Sure. And porn. <laughs> At always the same on time. Okay, so let's let's get to question one of game number two. I guess you could Scott have Gardner. Oh, never mind. No rubbing. No rubbing on this show. <laughs> Does have to have a rub, though. And therefore, it will never be on Back to the Bins. <laughs> Somewhere Scott there's a Gardner, steak that's You are contestant right number one. Pick a number between 1 and 17. 2, 3, 4, 12, and 16 are all eliminated. 13. 13. Thor said, I think something is going on with Mjolnir. The last time I threw it, it came back with blank on it. Thor said, I think something is going on with Mjolnir. The last time I threw it, it came back with blank on it. I like how the questions like you can't you can pick any question between one and seventeen except two, three, four, twelve. It's like on the jerk when he's like anything to the left of the stereo. <laughs> in this little one, one and and six 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 right here. Here. in this ashtray. Oh, that, that's, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess so, you're waiting. Win some crap. I'm in. It's a profit deal. A profit deal. <laughs> I'm in. Four. Thor said, I think something is going on with Mjolnir. The last time I threw it, it came back with blank on it. Scott? Mm. Uh, Wait, are you rubbing right now, Scott? No. That didn't sound right. Okay. <laughs> are you smoking a butt? <laughs> uh, this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to say blood on it. Whoa! Blood. Wow. Nice. Take out virgins. What are you? Decidedly yeah, dark quickly. turn. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound like Mottle Age Thor. Come on, <laughs> it's not my Thor. Yeah, Chris Tyler. Hashtag. Well, if there's Thor something said, going on. Thor oh yeah, said, I think something's going on with Mjolnir. The last time I threw it, it came back with blank on it. Well, if some, Chris? something's going on. That means there's a. Uh, that sounds like hanky panky to me. So he threw it. It came back with lipstick on it. 
Somebody had to kiss that hammer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gregor? Jane. Uh, I went maybe one more level up from Mr. Tyler, and, you know, if you let your hammer out and about and you don't know where it's going, it could come back with some VD on it. <laughs> <laughs> you did not go one level up. You went about five levels down. Five levels. <laughs> VD, it's nothing to clap about. <laughs> uh, Scott Rifen. Uh, I'm with Hero. I said lipstick. Hey. Great Scott is probably our best player at matching other players. That's right. <laughs> Not the contestants, mind you. I the matched other, one other... contestant. I matched uh, McGregor once. That yeah. is true. You did. Dave Weeder, what did what did Mjolnir come back with on it? I may have misjudged this question. I just kind of figured it was flying willy-nilly. Uh, I said kitten fur. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, I'll give you the thought that Thor would think something's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking it's it's going down an alley and it hits, you know, little spot and comes back. As it hits the right spot every time. (laughs) Just love smashing pussy. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Bill Robinson. Well, uh, much like Scott Reif and I can match other players, and I said it came back with herpes. (laughs) Simplex 2, by the way. Is that the good one? Nope. Is, that the good is there one? any good one? It's, it's, it's the good one. Good it's like the good cholesterol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the good venereal disease. Uh, Daria. All right. It may be the whiskey talking, but I said it came back with postage due on it. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's too the studio audience me. likes that one. Mike Zumo. Well, I'm going to say it went on a retrieval mission, and it came back with Lady Sif on it. Mm. Oh, like I said, kitten fur. <laughs> Sif on a stick. stick. Mm. Okay, so we have no matches there. Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, Dave? Yep. Okay, so far, to Scott Rifen's chagrin, 2, 3, 4, 12, 13, and 16 are eliminated. Give me a number between 1 and 17 that does not have one of those in it. I'll go with number 1. Numero uno. Another Wonder Woman question. Mm. Wonder Woman said, I just went to a very unusual wedding. A kanga blanked the bride. Wonder Woman said, I just went to a very unusual wedding. A kanga blanked the bride. Now, full disclosure here, I had no idea what a kanga was. I assumed it had something to do with a kangaroo, but didn't really know. Uh, is there anybody else who does not know what a kanga is? I, I might be a Luddite, uh, but I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I thought geez, it was a James Do you want Bond? to give an explanation as to what a kanga is? All right. In the Silver Age... The Amazons on Themyscira rode around on giant kangaroos called kangas. Okay. Okay, so that is our explanation. I'll read the question one more time. Wonder Woman said, I just went to a very unusual wedding. A kanga blanked the bride. Somebody's typing. You know, I'm going old school with the marker. <laughs> I'm using a quill pen. Oh. I, I used got the to, marker from picture page. I used to drive my parents. Oh, yeah. 
we would watch we would watch match game and it would drive my parents nuts because I'd go raid their magic markers and play along. Okay, it looks I mean, like we have all our answers, unless I'm mistaken. So, Dave Pascarella. I Wonder would... Woman said, I just went to a very unusual wedding. A kanga blanked the bride. I would say... Kissed the bride. Kissed is his answer. Chris Tyler. Oh, boy. Uh, well, what do... Uh, what... <laughs> Well, I mean, there's always going to be kissing at, at a wedding, usually, but uh, it's a giant kanga. So what do, what do kangaroos do? They they jump. This one jumped on the bride. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Scott McGregor, what you, what did you say? I uh, and this is why Mr. Tyler is my my podcasting partner over on Weekly Heroics because the. the the Kanga jumped the bride. <laughs> Another jump. That's right for thing. <laughs> David Pascarella, my New York bureau chief. I said the Kanga rude the bride. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that an old song? I rude the bride when she used to rock and roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dave, Dave Weeder. Well, you know, kangas are known for their, you know, their mannerisms. They're very polite. They're very into high society. So I put danced with. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. It's very wrong, gentlemanly. But it's sweet. It's not wrong. It's just a matter of interpretation. <laughs> it's wrong. You're entitled to your opinion, even though it is wrong in this case. <laughs> Bill Robinson. Well, since you said it was a giant kangaroo, I said that the kangaroo stuffed the bride in its pouch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> Mr. Dario. All right. I said that the kangaroo pocketed the bride. Ooh, oh, nice. huh? nice I made match. a funny. It's a funny, so boys. Get you, it? You matched, you matched Dr. Bill. I yeah. think so. Mike? Well, we got the, uh, there's always a bond between the rider and its noble steed. So I'm going to say the Kanga married the bride. Mm. <laughs> Creepy. Well, so wait a minute. If... if there was a marriage, the kiss might be involved. <laughs> let, you know what? As ridiculous as that is, I'll turn to the judge. Gene? Uh, no, because it's... Mm. Kissing is a specific Gene, action. Gene, Gene, so don't no. feel the need to explain. It's too no. dumb to <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's obviously a loveless marriage, so... <laughs> All right, so at the end of one round, what's our score, Gene? Uh, our score is all tied, nothing to nothing. Goose eggs <laughs> for everybody. We have a bun burner here. A bun so burner? We'll, we'll, we'll get is to that what you second. do when you barbecue? You, you burn that butt. Mm, you grill yeah. it. Smoke it. Burn butt. <laughs> we'll get to round two after this commercial message. As superhero movies are becoming mainstream entertainment at theaters around the world, comic fans also have plenty of heroic action on the small screen to keep them sated while waiting for the next blockbuster. We are in a golden age of superhero television shows, with plenty of offerings from both the Marvel and DC universes, and the trend shows no sign of slowing down. To chronicle these recent shows and even examine some of the classics, we are proud to present Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV. In every podcast, 
we'll be doing recaps of individual episodes of one Marvel show and one DC show until we catch up to them or some supervillains shut us all down. My name is Scott McGregor, and I'm the fastest podcaster alive. That's what she said. And I'm Chris Tyler, one of your agents of cool. To bring you this podcast, we each have to become someone else. We each have to become something else. Two, two, three. Okay, so time for round two. Scott Gardner, you once again get to choose... Your numbers now, we have 5 through 11, 14, 15, and 17. Number 7, please. Number 7. This year's Strongest Man contest will include a tug-of-war between Superman and the Hulk. But instead of using a rope, they'll use blank. Oh, boy. This year's Strongest Man contest will include a tug-of-war between Superman and the Hulk. But instead of using a rope, they'll use a blank. Everybody plays. Nobody matched last time. Failing. It was so weird. I wanted to choose my own finger. I thought that's where the magic was. Wow. Thanks, Willow. Busting out with the Willow. <laughs> Still waiting on two answers. Hopefully the music is long. Yeah, it is. It's just a loop. This year's Strongest Man contest will include a tug of war between Superman and the Hulk. But instead of using a rope, they'll use... Scott? You know, I I totally believe in uh, going with your first instinct, the first thing that pops into your head. And the first thing that popped into my head was uh, Jim Croce. You don't tug on Superman's cape. So I'm going to (laughs) say Superman's cape. Uh, They they were using Jim Croce. (laughs) (laughs) Be over real fast. (laughs) Okay, Chris Tyler, what did they use in the tug of war? We're all nerds here. How could nobody come up with the idea of Plastic Man. Oh, oh, come nice. on. Yeah. Very nice. There you go. Scott Slow McGregor, clap. what do you got? Uh, as Scott Gardner just said, you know, sometimes you should go with your first instinct and then sometimes you shouldn't, like in my case. Uh, and I said, you know, two strong guys, but, you know, they, they were fighting over love, not particularly just strength so they <laughs> they use lois lane oh. <laughs> <laughs> lois. which would end Jervis about as Eiffel badly Tower. as jim croce probably but, uh... who gets pop and who gets but who gets hit lips and hips in that situation between the two of them? <laughs> didn't the hulk do that with hellcat in uh, the last avengers story was that I mean, why it was the last <laughs> avengers story didn't he, like, use her legs as a wishbone and just rip her? <laughs> yeah, there was something like that, yeah. Yeah. 
Scott Rifen, what'd you put? You know, the theme here is going with your first instinct, and I didn't want to go with my first instinct, and then I realized I didn't have any other instincts. <laughs> so I had to say with the bungee cord. Okay. <laughs> Can you hear the crickets? Yeah. That, 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 that <laughs> for a while, Loud and clear. <laughs> It'd be on like opposite ends of the country by the time that war was over with. <laughs> Dave Weedo, what did you say? I, I went after my, my boy Chris Tyler's heart, and I went elongated man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now just uh, I don't think it's his heart sake. that gets elongated. I guess if somebody <laughs> said plastic man and somebody said elongated man, we still would not have a match, huh? Even though nope. it's the same See? thought. Uh-huh. See? Two stretchy guys. I would yeah. think that a judge would do that, but I guess it's irrelevant. Yeah, it is I'm irrelevant. Scott. I'm, just, I'm just making a conversation here. So it could be Reed Richards. <laughs> right, then you gotta yeah. throw in some Marvel and things get all screwy. Reed yeah. was my gut instinct, but hey. Okay. Bill Robinson, what weirdness <laughs> do you have for us? <laughs> I don't know what Chip I, I totally locked up on this one and I went off the deep end pretty dark and said, uh, one million tampons. <laughs> like, woven together into a tightly bound... All right, if we're going to ask the question... Are they used? If he had said... No, but if, if, if Scott had said half a million tampons, would that have counted? Judges? I'll leave that to Gene. <laughs> that would be so weird that, yes, it would have counted. <laughs> Gene's probably like, my contract doesn't include hypothetical answers that nobody wins on. Shut <laughs> <laughs> <But> up. <laughs> Mr. Dario, what did you say? Well, I went with the intellectual answer and used they would use their sharp wit. Mm. Now, depending on which Hulk, this <laughs> could be a good uh, contest. Mr. Fix it. Maybe. It could it could, yeah. it could be the the dumb Hulk and then the Superman from Batman v Superman who's <laughs> equally dumb. <laughs> I was gonna say it, but I waited for you, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. All right, Mike, your last Scott's last chance to match somebody. Well, I'm not gonna help you much, Scott, because they they decided they got tired of the guy who knew everything, so they went with Batman. <laughs> get 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 out of that, Bruce. <laughs> I like that answer, actually. <laughs> okay, so Gene, what's our score now going into the <laughs> second half of round two? Well, it looks like uh, Mr. Pascarella only needs to match one to win the game. Wait, there was a match at one point? No, no, no that's why no. he only needs to match he needs to get one. a match. No, the okay. Bears are winning. He's going to need a bigger bucket of questions. <laughs> We may go to overtime on this one. <laughs> overtime uh, this David, is unless you can match somebody here, then we don't. You have a choice of 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, 14, 15, or 17. I'll go with 5. 5. Crystal is so high maintenance. Come on, you guys never watched this show? How high maintenance is she? Thank you. When she takes Lockjaw for a walk, she makes sure that he wears blank. (laughs) Crystal is so high maintenance. When she takes Lockjaw for a walk, she makes sure that he wears blank. I'm thinking she makes sure that we go to overtime. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I'm thinking six people giving an answer and one contestant, I'm going to have seven different answers to this one. <laughs> In. It's in. Okay, oh looks like God. everybody is in now. David, yeah. Crystal is so high maintenance. When she takes Lockjaw for a walk, she makes sure that he wears blank. A tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> so when we go to the tiebreaker? <laughs> let's see what our answers are Chris Tyler what did you say well Crystal is uh, she's inhuman royalty and I, I, I don't think she would ever deign herself to um, poop scoop so she insists that Lockjaw wear a diaper that's the answer I believe Scott McGregor, what did you say? Uh, once again, my partner on Weekly Heroics, uh, we are of the same mind. Uh, Lockjaw would have to wear diapers, even though mm. technically he should be able to just teleport his poop, you know, somewhere oh, I wish else. I that. that would be convenient, poop. yes, because I don't We're like my poop. looking for one match here, one match. Scott Rifen. Lockjaw, big dog, big dump. I said diapers. <laughs> Dave Weeder? I, I went with a doggy sweater. <laughs> That's almost a tuxedo. It could look, it, no, you could have the like the tuxedo. If it's a black doggy sweater. It's a black and white. Yeah. <laughs> just, just whenever it gets mentioned, I'm going to just say, Gene, ruling. That's a half of a. Sorry, it's <laughs> not the same. That's relevant. <laughs> one half to nothing. Doctor Bill. You know, it's funny this question came up because I just saw a video on YouTube about a magnetic bag that goes over a dog's butt but to catch poop, a poop catcher. So. And you want it, don't you? If you oh, yeah, man. That would be great. Wait, a <laughs> magnetic bag? What is it? Well, there's Wait. a magnetic ring that, like like a harness that it sits right around it. Because I was watching it, and they put the bag up, and it goes, shoot, and like locked onto the dog's butt. And I'm like, how did it do that? And then it says, oh, there's there's a magnet on the bag and a magnet <laughs> on the harness. And it and just stays imp- attached. And, and the dog just bends over, takes a dump, and fills the bag. And okay, then you first just pull the, the bag doesn't back bend on. over. Okay. <laughs> Squats. <laughs> the dog you have to rub the dog's ass on a magnet first to get it to work. <laughs> no, no. It's like a suction cup. You got to give he's it a little. He's got a non. He's got a non-charged ass. <laughs> My Dungeons and Dragons magic users uh, familiar had one of those. It was a poop bag of holding. That's what it was called. Well, you oh, get the wrong charges. It makes the thing fly away. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Reverse the polarity. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was Bill's answer? Poop catcher, diaper, I would oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dario? Doggy rubbers. <laughs> what? <laughs> on his For feet. Speed. On his feet, you sick speed. bastard. All right. yeah. on his Dario, feet. Dario, Dario <laughs> that's not where you put wet. rubbers. <laughs> you're taking him to a, a busy dog park and he hasn't been fixed yet, other doggy rubbers might be a good idea. Sick <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> surprised with that's putting rubbers on your feet that you only have one child, Dario. Doggies only know how to do it one way. Anyway. Mike, last chance to avoid overtime. Oh, we're going to overtime because I put a muzzle on him. Mm. <laughs> a muzzle is not a tuxedo. Okay. <laughs> it would be a muzzy. Oh, Gene? A muzzy, a muzzy-do. A muck-do. 
Team I have ruling as a, mu- as a muzzle a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> not not any men's shop I've been in. Mm. You're right, just not so... shopping in the right places. <laughs> Obviously. We're going, we're going yeah, on to block jaw. Looking for. Uh-oh. Will we Scott? lose somebody? No. no, no. Scott. I'm still here. Like message. Scott? Which yes, Scott? I'm here. Numbers 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, 14, 15, and 17 left. Nine. Nine! 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 <laughs> wow. I just heard that the Submariner lost his blank in Sue Richard's sink. <laughs> Sue Richard's what? Sink. I just heard the Submariner lost his blank in Sue Richard's sink. I have high hopes for this round, but it's probably going to get shattered as soon as Scott Gardner opens his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Just a technical question. Does he swim upriver or downriver to spawn? I forget. Imperius Rex spawns where he wants. (laughs) He's salt water. Does Mike Wazowski blink or wink? Mm. That's what keeps me up at night. (laughs) With his one eye... Should you read that question one more time, please, Paul? Sure thing. Wow. I just heard that the Submariner lost his blank in Sue Richard's sink. If we weren't a uh, censored show, you could say he lost his shit. Because <laughs> Namor of Atlantis is the prince of the deep. Prince of Poop. <laughs> Okay, we have our six answers, I believe. Looks like it. Scott Gardner. Our seven answers, excuse me. Scott Gardner, wow. I just heard that the Submariner lost his blank in Sue Richard's sink. Hmm. No one said this was going to be easy. (laughs) I know he doesn't use it all that much in the comics, but I know he has one, so I'm going to say Trident. (laughs) Okay, Chris Tyler, what do you have to say? Well, he's he's an ocean dweller. He's used to eating uh, food from under the water. Uh, so when he comes up to land, and you know the Fantastic Four invite him over for dinner, he just can't keep it down. So I said that he uh, he lost his lunch in the sink. Okay, Scott McGregor. Uh, we are apparently not of the same mind this time, uh, Hero. Yes, uh, I've, I've taken it right off the rails, and I must have thought that you said Namorita because my answer was he lost his caviar in her sink. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wouldn't have really worked. <laughs> Scott Rifen? You sure you don't want to make uh, Tyler the contestant here? Because I've matched him yet again with lunch. Mm. Uh, Dave Reader. See, I thought this was going a different way. I said virginity. Mm. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the answer I had in mind when I wrote the question. It's like the scene from, uh, you know, ba- not Basic you, Instinct, Fatal Attraction. How do you mm. lose your virginity in a sink? Carefully. It ain't easy. He's very yeah. small and he's a water dweller. So I lost mine in a towel. 
<laughs> you lost yours because you were wearing was... foot rubbers. That was... <laughs> or maybe it was a sock. I don't remember. <laughs> it was moist, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> Bill Robinson, what did you have to say? Well, I don't know. Well, I said Speedo, that he lost his Speedo in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> While he was losing his virginity in the sink. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dario? I said he lost his water wings in the sink. <laughs> Stated like the father of a seven-year-old. <laughs> he had wings, right, on his feet. Yeah. His feet. yeah. yeah. And they're water they're, wings. They weren't to swim through the water, though, Dario. They could be. I mean, <laughs> he, want, but he wanted to float. Maybe feet. he was hovering over the sink. I don't see how you fly with those wings. Well, I don't either. Uh, you know, yeah, no, there's, there's no way those things are... Get 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 Blaine Dowler on here. He'll he'll give you a million reasons why they wouldn't work. <laughs> Mike Zumo, we are now in the third round. Twenty one peep twenty one potential chances to match. Twenty have gone by us. What did you say? I say he lost his staff in the sink. Oh, oh, hey! <laughs> oh my god. Judges? I think judges. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a match. That's a yes! match. Hey. Hey. I'm on oh. the board. <laughs> you are the board. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, the pressure is on you now. I can't take the pressure. Two to win. You need one to tie, two to win. Questions are 6, 8, 10, 11, 14, 15, and 17. 17. 17. Madame Xanadu is a discount fortune teller. Instead of using a crystal ball, she gazes into a blank. Madame Xanadu is a discount fortune teller. Instead of using a crystal ball, she gazes into a blank. Six answers in. Waiting on one. Looks like we got it. Okay. So, Madame Xanadu is a discount fortune teller. Instead of using a crystal ball, she gazes into a blank. David? Ah, oh boy, this is a tough one. Um, As opposed to all those other easy ones. Those easy <laughs> ones. <laughs> um... She gazes into a plastic ball. Can we be more specific? Uh, a baseball. Oh. A wiffle ball. <laughs> okay, a baseball, wiffle ball, plastic ball. Chris Tyler, what did you say? I think there's only one acceptable answer for this one, and baseball or wiffle ball was not it. Uh, I said eight ball. Mm. Mm. Ah, I see what you did there, <laughs> Scott McGregor. I just figured discount. You go smaller, so I said she gazes into a marble. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Rifen. I actually almost said marble too, but uh, I wanted to go cheesier. So I said a snow globe. 
<laughs> it's going to snow. Gonna be very cold in the future. <laughs> it's very cold in space. Dave Weeder. See, I, I was following the logic. I was excited. Uh, we're all kind of on the same page. I dig that Chris is here, not talking about Sleepwalker for once. Yeah. So I did not go eight ball. I went golf ball. Uh, mm, that was my, a titleist. My second choice. <laughs> <laughs> he was angry that day, my friends. Yep. <laughs> Dr. Bill Robinson, can you save David? No. <laughs> <laughs> not even Superman could at this point. Because what do you I have Madame Xanadu looking into. Well, because I was thinking something roughly the same size as a crystal ball, and I didn't think eight ball or snow globe, but I thought a cabbage. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> hey, it's round. It's the same size. You will leaf soon. <laughs> Why would it not My first impulse was she was looking into a swamp thing, but I just didn't fit. For, yeah. you know. Dario, what is your answer? Oh, I said a magic eight ball. Mm. Oh. Ooh. Oh, so Scott Raven was looking in a bag of Coke? Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> Coke oh, was... speed, said... isn't it? All signs. Mike point Zumo, to can, you push us... can you push us? Can you push us into uh, oh. a second tiebreaker? No, I cannot. What'd you say? <laughs> I said uh, she went to the uh, to the store. All, all the crystal balls were sold out, so she had to go to the row of crystal cubes. <laughs> there were so many of them. They, they were trying to move them. They were on discount. All right. So, Gene, what's our final tally here? After three rounds, Scott Gardner wins with a score of one Woo! to nothing. <laughs> David, we have some lovely parting gifts for you in theory. We have the home game. We have the, we have the home version of our game. <laughs> I thought we also which includes sending Scott Reif into the your San house. Francisco treat. I thought this was the home game. And Encyclopedia Britannica. No, what, what, what the home game is, come June when we have our free get-together, everybody's staying at your house. <laughs> that I'll is be on vacation. I need to book travel. I'll be on vacation in Georgia in June. Just leave the keys under the right. hat. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't leave it the way they found it. We welcome you, David. We welcome you. Standing. Yes. I know where the Superman room is. <laughs> so, after this message, we'll go on to our super match with Scott Gardner. Well, hey there. This is Huckleberry Ham. And when I'm not busy making movies or TV shows, I enjoy listening to my favorite internet radio show, Two True Freaks. They got all sorts of shows for y'all to listen to, covering all sorts of geeky topics. Star Trek, Star Wars, cartoons, scary movies, folks eating supper, music, giant monsters, and one feller who buys stuff at garage sales. And the funny books. My word, the funny books. Old funny books. New funny books. Scary funny books. Movies about funny books. Funny books about movies. British fellers talking about funny books, and lots more. So why don't you check these fellers out and head on over to twotruefreaks.com and tell them Huckleberry sent you. Two True Freaks, chock full of great podcasts since 2008. Sounds great, Mr. Hound.
Thanks for coming in today. Oh, no problem, fellers. Now, if y'all excuse me, I have to run. I'm shooting a movie. It's a western, and if y'all see Quick Draw McGraw, don't tell him. He's still hot at me about the good, the bad, and Huckleberry Hound. And once he gets all El Cabong, he's a pain in the you-know-where. And then there was this one time that he and Baba Louie had a little too much sarsaparilla, and Quickdraw said something to Magilla Gorilla that I won't repeat, you understand? We were shooting Yogi's gang, and things got mighty tense. Boo-Boo, and, and Boo-Boo's a great feller, real sharp, love working with him. Boo-Boo kept it all from Yogi, you understand? But boy, I tell you, twotruefreaks.com. Tell them Huckleberry sent you. I don't know. All right, we're back and ready for our super match. Once again, there are three answers from the polled studio theoretical audience. And in reality, what this is is a polled studio audience from like 1975 on the real match game. Okay. So we have a $100 answer, a $500 answer, a $1,000 answer. So you can ask three of the celebrities for suggestions. Just remember, if it's velvet blank, the answer's suit. <laughs> I thought it was frog. Or painting. Ouch. Anyway. And don't pick the, me, because I suck. <laughs> yes. Well, it'll tell you which one not to pick. It's be a, a velvet broccoli. <laughs> oh, delicious. Velvet cabbage. The so the cabinet. question this time is middle blank. Middle blank. <laughs> Which celebrities would you like to ask? Matt? I'm going to go with hair metal hero, Chris Tyler. All right. Um, there's, uh, again, there's only uh, one appropriate response. <laughs> middle is the choice. Uh, and that has to be finger <laughs> once again i'm just going to remind you all that this is like a 1975 tv studio audience yeah but, but they would drink still work that would still work you mean the people going to second, party second and... choice um my <laughs> second choice i'm gonna go with dario okay i uh i i had to go with uh middle earth Ooh. Ooh. nice nice geek answer yeah Third, third uh, contestant, or third celebrity, rather? I'm going to go with my good buddy, Scott Rifen. I say middle-aged. <laughs> yeah, you guys all are. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> hey, so we have that middle, middle finger. finger you talking about? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dave. <laughs> I, I get him middle... at one point. I see how it is. Middle finger, middle earth, middle-aged. Or you can pick any one of those or come up with one of your own, Scott. Middle blank. What do you say? I think I'm going to go with one of my own. I'm going to go with my first instinct and go with school. Okay. So the $100 answer is middle name. Mm. That's What's what yours, Scott? H. <laughs> it's Honeywell, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I say. The $500 answer is middle school. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. And what was number one? The number one answer, the thousand dollar answer, middle child. Ah, ah. so nineteen seventy five. Jam Brady, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Jan grew up to be so, really hot. Yeah, Marsha yeah, kind of declined, but Jan, Eve Plum, man, that's that. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. No, neither would Jan, I. Jan, I mean, Marsha was hot for a while. She, you know, the, the last ten years, I think, have been hard. It's on been her. rough on her, yeah. Been harsh on all of us. <laughs> Well, yeah. 
Anyway, so you get to play for the $5,000 in theoretical money from Demanzo Corp. <gasps> and the super match, you get to pick one of our celebrity contestants to match. And who will that be? I'm going to go with Scott Rifen. Uh-oh. Scott Rifen, the Richard Dawson of Back to the Bins match game. He's a booze bag and he likes to fondle women. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? I don't understand. Yeah, where's the downside? There is none. The head-to-head match question is... Celebrity blank. Celebrity blank. Oh. So you think that over Scott oh. Scott Rifen writes down his answer. Oh. Hmm. Alright. This is tough. This is a hard one. Alright, there you go. I'm in. Okay, he's in. Scott Gardner. Celebrity blank. Well, I'm going to go with what we have here, a celebrity panel. Celebrity panel. Judges! Scott Scott Rifen? I said celebrity roast. Mm. Oh, Do you want to yeah. make your argument as to why that should count? Because you well, asked for a judge. Well, because well, you know, it's, it's a panel of celebrities, you know, we're harassing each other, so... I thought for the 5,000 it had to be an exact match. No! Oh. Shh. It has to be whatever Gene so sorry. says, because Gene is, uh, is the final arbiter. I'm sorry, it has to be an exact match. Uh, Thank you. I'm so sorry, Scott. Stone so you get, you get the theoretical $500 <laughs> plus plenty of parting gifts, including rice aroni the San Francisco <laughs> treat. By the way, Charles... And some by Strice. Damn it, no, I'm hungry. By the way, Charles... talk about grilling and barbecuing. <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley, also the San Francisco treat. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Is that a trick so or treat? And so ends our first game of Two True Freaks Match Game. Thank you to all our contestants for coming aboard today. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. I hope it's, I hope it's fun to listen to, and I hope you all feel sorry for me, because i got to edit this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to suck. Just cut out the cabbage. <laughs> hey, must stay. Got a tips to go through life by, isn't it? As long as, the, as long as the editing works out okay, then we'll be back doing this again sometime soon. But thank you again for joining us, and thank you to all our participants. 